Okay. Try it again. And we're going. And three, two, one, take 12. And it's a protege. Yeah. Chronics are where you say. Kaboom! Yes, 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 we got sound. That's right, we got all the sound effects, which are going to annoy you throughout the shows coming forward. Uh, this is the myth. No, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're going to annoy you. This is the myth. Dominic here. And uh, this is episode seven, season two. Thank you for keeping up with us. Um, this episode will be available, obviously, here via the podcast and... By the time you hear this, it will also be available on the YouTubes. So we'll share information about that on whatever social feed we're on, which is all of them. Uh, so, so make sure you follow us, engage us on Facebook and Instagram, please. There you go. Also notice that we have not had uh, a recent rating of the show on Apple Podcasts. So for those, I know some of you listen on Zippy Stream or on Spotify. What, what stream? Zippy Stream. That's a stream? That's that's what we're on. That's for pushing. Yes. Oh my, my my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Spotify. Um, but for those of you who listen to Apple who have not rated, reviewed, and subscribed, kindly do so. ASAP. Help us out. All right. And with that, we move into today's show. We're talking about some entertainment stuff to start off and our boy Jay-Z. So it was announced yesterday that Jay-Z has sold 50% stake in his champagne brand, uh, which is loosely known as Ace of Spades, which is the way I know it, um, to LVMH, uh, Louis Vuitton uh, Moe Hennessy. And, uh, I mean, these bottles, I've never had Ace of Spades, nor do I plan on. However, Jay-Z got into this out of, in essence, as an FU uh, to Christelle, right? Yes, indeed. So... Krista, I guess, when was this? Early 2000s, maybe. Okay. Um, it was very prominent within the hip-hop community. And then a lot of videos and at, at clubs and things of that nature. And the president or owner or somebody high up at Krista made some somewhat disparaging comments when he was asked about how, in the U.S., uh, growing customer base for him are black Americans. And he said, you know, well, we can't exactly stop anyone from buying because you're black yes oh that's why he didn't want it yes. that's crazy okay you're black so jay-z said screw that um no longer pushing another person's product and especially one who doesn't want us as their customer base and he went and bought half at the time of ace of spades and eventually bought the other half as well so for those of you who don't know these bottles go for like 300 dollars to like literally 65 grand which, if you're spending 65 grand on a bottle of champagne, I mean, one, you're living in a whole different sphere than I am. Two, why? I mean, but either way, it doesn't really matter. Props to Jay-Z. He got this going on. And I don't think he started the trend, but I will say that he got into the champagne and then, not and then, but, and also so many other celebrities are now in this liquor sphere. Now, I, I would expect that his, because they haven't really announced the dollar amount associated with this purchase, I'm assuming it's not as lucrative as, uh, as, um, as, as Clooney's uh, tequila situation was, because that was in the billions, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it was an insane amount of money that Clooney got for... It was a billion split between the yeah, three of them. which is madness, right? Which was like a side project. You know what I'm saying? 100%. It was for two friends. Yeah, we just wanted friends, tequila. Him, him and two friends. Which yeah. is just madness. So 
Um, but that was announced right off the bat because that was a, an exorbitant amount of money. And because this wasn't announced, I'm assuming it's not in the same sphere, but it doesn't really matter. It's still significant. Um, you know, and it also speaks to more of these brands who were at one point not as um, supportive of the hip-hop community, if you will, kind of changing uh, maybe – I don't know if changing with the times or just catering just, to the audience. I don't know if their more of the morals have changed or simple capitalism. it's capitalism because I mean, like you have Rihanna has her line, right? And then Gucci has collabed with Gucci Mane, obviously. So they have their situation going on. So you have, they have? yeah, bro. You didn't know this? I did not. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I read this right now. I read this <laughs> Like, I know. Bro, First of all, I was gonna say, you even know who Gucci is? I was about to ask you, man. I I'm sure if you played a song, I know it, but I have no idea who that dude is. I, mean, I know the name, but I couldn't tell you the song. I'm not that up on the uh, on, on the new hotness as it relates to the, to the hip hop. He's, he's been around for a while. No, no, but my, yeah, I'm saying I know the dude's song, but I couldn't wow, pick him out of a lineup. Face of Gucci Cruise. Yeah, see, I don't even know what Gucci Cruise is. But I, we, we got to talk to Gopu. Where you at? Yeah, man, I've owned zero <laughs> Gucci anything. I don't even know what that. Even, uh, yeah, but either way, my point is they have catered to to your point. I think it's just capitalism, and they're jumping around the game, which you know, do you? Um, but it's also amazing how many other people got into the liquor sphere between Diddy back in the day with Ciroc, which, you know, I'm, it's still there, but I don't know how big a brand it is. Uh, then you have, as I mentioned, Clooney with Casamigos. Then you have Brian Cranston and, and, uh, and what's-his-face from... Jesse? Yeah, from uh, Breaking Bad. They have a tequila, I think. Then you have Gin with Ryan Reynolds. Then you have uh, Trevana Tequila with The Rock. Then you, there's a couple other ones too. I'm forgetting. Like everybody has a liquor situation now. Like that's the new way to, 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 to show that you have, uh, I guess fame or some celebrity. Um, and I mean, I'm hell with these returns on investment. You might as well get into it. Like there's no loss. The Rock, I'm sure, is doing quite well. And now he's in Zoa, which is his own energy drink, which is something that what? Yeah, Z O A, I believe it's called. He's got an energy beverage that's coming out in a couple weeks. I think he's been pushing it hard. It hasn't actually hit the shelves yet, but. That's his new thing. So, yeah, dabbling in all that stuff. So it's it's that. But, I mean, I mean, the reason we went into the hip-hop thing, too, because it shows, like, the fact that Hollywood is kind of going this thing. And I was telling Dom a second ago, like, I just saw Dominic. I just saw um, uh, Judas and Black Messiah. Oh, I was going to. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because I was going to. Uh, that's really weird. I was going to mention how uh, somewhat disparaging comment about Jay-Z and kind of being a Judas, but, but go on about no, Judas. No, no, finish it up. Enlighten me. How is Jay-Z a Judas? Uh, Kaepernick, the NFL, you know, he went and partnered, he being Jay-Z, Mr. Sean Carter, partnered with the NFL with what was going on and with their, you actually mentioned it in an episode that just came out, I think last week's episode, about how now the NFL is kind of embracing and acknowledging and it's all crap, mm -hmm. right? And Jay-Z went in there, when was this, two years ago, a year and a half ago, did this all for the dollars, prevented people, suggested people not affiliate, associate themselves, sorry, with the NFL, um, within the community, because of what they're doing. And then he went and stabbed them in the back, claimed he had spoke to Kaepernick about this. Kaepernick's girlfriend came out and said, no, 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 they didn't have a, a conversation. They eventually did, and word on the street from Kaepernick's camp, was, it wasn't a good conversation. Uh, so Jay-Z just basically did what he did and went in there and did it for the money, while trying to pretend he was, as you said last week, you know, it, it's being holier than now yeah, doing things. It's, I mean, again, and I'm not trying to, I can't be, nor will I ever be the dude who's telling you not to go get yours financially, but if but you're going to- he told, he advised other people That's what I'm not. saying, right? That's if if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, uh, if you're going to do it out of the guise 
if we're talking to it behind somebody's back, then that's just effed up, period. But also, if you can do it in the guise of being socially conscious or whatever, again, effed up, just if you are capitalist and that's all you care about, that's that, that, that's you. you. Do you, I, you know, but don't claim to be something else, I guess, right? That's what bothers yeah. me. And, and that's what bothers me about a lot of the stuff currently going on is there is this, uh, everybody's woke. And um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say people aren't as woke as they would like us to believe they are. So, and, and I'm not generally that pessimistic by way of, um, of, of, of judging people because I don't know them. However, when I'm looking at businesses do it, then that's a different scenario um, just based on the way businesses have operated because I have a history to follow, right? And your history kind of dictates who you are and to make a, an immediate U-turn, then one questions why. You know, and speaking to the Hollywood thing, right? Uh, like I was telling Dom a second ago. So there's been a, a weird shift in Hollywood. And what I mean by shift is we as consumers and viewers have watched things that that traditional Hollywood would not have doubled down on. Things like so there are if you look at it this way, right? You Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's a Puerto Rican star and he's the most downloaded. Boricua. Person. <laughs> First of all, the commercial with him and Snoop is garbage. It's, horrible. it's, it's horrible. so garbage. Um, What's up, player? Call me on my shell phone. It's so bad. I mean, <laughs> what is that? It's, it's so bad. Like, whoever wrote that, you are a horrible, horrible, horrible writer. Anyway, he was actually on SNL this weekend, too. Again, by the time you hear this, Snoop it would have been a couple Bad weeks. Bunny. Bad Bunny. Um, Snoop even doing music anymore? I think Snoop's just too busy doing all the TV shows that he's doing and everything else and cooking with Martha, I think, or whatever he does on the side. Um, but yeah, Bad Bunny doesn't even do anything in English, which is dope. And but yet he was the most streamed person, period, um, on Spotify. And then you have Netflix had a show called Lupin and 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 it's spelled L-U-P-I-N. And that is how it's pronounced, man. And Cristal, who's a friend of mine, is going to tell me if I'm right or wrong on that. But I was pronouncing it Lupin for a long ass time. And somebody called me out and they said, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. You did French in school? You did French in school? Je m'appelle Dominique. Hold on. Kaboom! Yeah. <laughs> That's the wrong sound oh. effect, you idiot. <laughs> you meant that one. <laughs> First of all, and oh, okay, I did Spanish, man, so I didn't even know how to pronounce it. But yes. First form, hello. Uh, I don't know how I went up in French. I don't know. I didn't I even know they even taught French in Jamaica. Yeah, they did. Because they, they teach Spanish in Jamaica in school uh, as the general norm. But okay, so I didn't know that, my bad, that you, so you knew, when you saw L-U-P-A-N, you're like, oh, I know how to pronounce yeah, this. Le bon. <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> so, so, and what's, what's interesting about the show too, it's also uh, the French star is a black dude who is like, he's huge. He's like six foot something. Like he's a sizable, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. You've seen him in a bunch of shows as well. Is he French? He is from Africa, so he is, I think his heritage is African direct. He was one, he's an immigrant. I don't know if he's first generation or not, and I'm forgetting his name right now, but the show, personally, I didn't love it. I watched it, um, but towards the end, I, it was almost, hate watching I, I Strong I feel like Word. I saw on your Facebook comment, you had friends that liked it. I have, a, I have people who love it, and they find, and I'm, I'm, I'm in the minority because I think the show is just mediocre, but there's a season two coming out, like the first season just aired, more or less. And season two is coming out in the next couple months as well. So, because it got 70 million viewers, which is huge. Um, so that's something else. My point being, you've got a, another foreign language show with a black star becoming, not credible, but getting, um, getting public favor. You have Bad Bunny, who's not even speaking English, getting huge public favor. And then you have Parasite, which is a Korean film that wins, you know, best picture. So you have all these things that are trending in one direction, but Hollywood is still very traditional by way of where they want to put their money.
because the fear is still that certain things don't trend or travel based on uh, ethnicity, culture, language, so on and so forth. So they're going one way and the public is kind of telling them the other thing. Um, so eventually maybe we'll find a nice happy medium. So we're not just catering to our old school. Oh no, we're still catering. No, no, we are. Oh, well, hold up. This is, you have to realize too, right? When, when I say that Netflix isn't out there going, let's be woke. No, Netflix wants the French audience. This was a happy surprise. This was not like, Hey, we'll get the world with Lupin. No, it was, Hey, we'll get the, we'll get European. Yeah. So they're trying to get everybody. They're trying to get the world. And they're trying to build their audience. That's why they did shows in India. That's why they've done, and they've done co-productions in India and done things that way overall. They're not here being all woke. I mean, let's, let's be real with what the situation is, but it, go ahead. I was gonna say, but they, they've done some good stuff, like the Chappelle situation. They did it. They sacrificed actual money. That was something that caught me off guard. I didn't think that They, they would do that. Um, but then again, they're kind of in bed with him as well. Yeah, it's the long right? play with Chappelle too. But they they're paying him for stand up comedy, so yeah. it's like, do you want to piss this dude off? Who they know brings in audience and viewers and so on. Viewers not the right word. Audience, well, actually no viewers. Yeah, you know who brings in all this stuff, so they don't want to be. I mean, they don't want to piss him off, which is understandable, right? So there is there is a financial value there. So I don't know how how proper they are. Proper is not the right word. How how um, you know, again, how woke they are, but. It's just the game because, and then to go to the flip side, you have the Hollywood Foreign Press who does the Golden Globes. They have 87 members, zero black members. Zero. Now, was this kind of known within the industry? I, I, They've I been, know you said this came the, out. Not, just, so the LA Times did a report yesterday. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the Hollywood Reporter, sorry. The Hollywood Reporter copied, not copied, quoted the LA Times who did the report in general stating that um, they have a very interesting membership application process that's kind of not based on a lot of um the, the criteria is kind of loose in some situations and people from other countries have tried to get in there's all these weird things where you have to be based in la but you have to represent other country there's things like that but on the other side of it too it's a matter of um you know it's and but then their ethics got called into question too now again don't get me wrong i don't really care who wins the golden globes at any point like that's not something that's changing my life however um, it does matter to film and TV because if you win the Golden Globes, then the idea is that you're up, you're close to the Oscar, and obviously people who watch award shows, that's a big thing for them, so they can garner um, more viewers or eyeballs for the film or TV show when it actually comes out, so on and so forth. So it does generate revenue, which is the key factor here. Um, and so people were, studios were giving huge gifts to these people, and then they were nominating films. So right now there's a film or TV show, sorry, called Emily in Paris. Never seen it. Never seen Heard it. it's mediocre at best, but it's not. But it's getting all these huge nods. Meanwhile, all these other shows that would have been, I guess, better. And again, I'm not seeing it, so I can't comment on the actual show. They're saying that those shows didn't get any light. I'm not saying those shows are minority shows either. I'm just saying those shows that weren't, those studios that didn't gift as much didn't get as much recognition. Now, with that being said, that's kind of the way our politics works yeah, as well. And everything it's works. It's so this is just kind of showcasing the fact that this is standard. In our world, you yeah. want to add something to the podcast, Dom? You want to? You want to? You want to talk? You're the entertainment guru. I'm this has done. been. This is your. This is your field. I'm done. You're I talk about the expert in the industry. All right, you know, on. I can't. I don't. You know, can't speak about things I don't know. All right, so speak about something you do know. Um, what would uh, you like to talk? Are about? you just so not prepared? <laughs> yeah. This guy has done zero work today, man. <laughs> oh, Bro, I'm, no. I'm, I'm over here trying to carry the show, guy, <laughs> yeah. and I'm and I'm smaller than you. 
All right. Okay, we'll move He's on. He's smaller to- than most. Oh, touche. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to some politics then. All right. Sure, let's go. talk about? Your boy, all right. So your boy, Governor DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Florida governor. Florida. So for those of you who don't know, Rush Limbaugh died. Uh, there's not a moment of silence. <laughs> so that's care less. Um, he wasn't somebody that I was. No, here, uh, um, full disclosure, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh back in the day. I did too. Right? Because, and not out of curiosity, it was just, it, it was engaging to me for some ridiculous uh, reason. I did it, but it I was. did it out of the same reason I watch or listen. I have everything programmed in my car CNN, MSC, Fox News, everything. I just listen to everything. Yeah. I used to so I, so I, I used to listen to Rush, and um, dude was a horrible individual. Um, there's no other way to describe it unfor- uh, unless you are all about whatever he was about. Meaning, there is stuff like he used to have things where he would have, um, he would literally have uh, like a cheering session. Yeah, why don't you make all the noise into the mic while you're doing that? He would have a cheering session of sorts when people who were homosexual um, or anybody died from AIDS. He would have these little things where he'd just read off a list, right, of people who died and ask them to cheer and be like, hey, look, they died from AIDS, yay. He would call out women and all kind of stuff, just saying, you know, everything from, you know, calling out women's appearance and uh, the only way they can succeed is by doing certain things in that, like it's being, you know, physical first and blah, 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 and fighting, calling. He created the whole term feminazi, which actually became a thing. Um, but all these things, he had done a bunch of things. And obviously, uh, Trump was a fan and gave him the uh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom uh, last, last year, year, last year, I think it was. And or no, a year before, I think, because of COVID. Actually, I don't remember when. Either way, he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which was just interesting because he's somebody who didn't stand for equality slash freedom. He never did and never claimed to. So to his credit, at least he is who he always was and never claimed to be anything else. But on the flip side, when dude died for doing his own bidding, if you will, Governor DeSantis said that flags should be uh, flown at half staff in Florida, <laughs> which is comedic <laughs> i mean this is like i mean he's a radio host who obviously has a huge influence on the republican party but not somebody who you should be revering no matter what your politics i mean anybody who is kind of doubling down on hate speech i don't know how you can support any of that period this, this jackass the sanders called him an absolute legend and a great person i mean um, evidently the state's flag protocol is that uh flags should be flown at half staff whether you know it's half staff? I, I actually, actually learned that yesterday. I also it's half mass. Oh, that's half mass. I don't know. Half, yeah. half mass is a sexual thing. It's a whole different situation. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I have no what? idea. <laughs> what are you talking I have about? no idea. Half staff. In the event of the death of a present or former official of the Florida state government or the death of a member of the armed forces from Florida who dies while serving on active duty. <laughs> How is that Rush Limbaugh? I got nothing. <laughs> I get well again. It's Ron DeSantis. How yes. is how is a lot of what he says any logic uh, offer any logic? But this was a thing, and then you had certain people in government here in Florida who came out saying they're not going to do it, and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, on the other side, you have we have lost half a million people to COVID, and um, uh, Joe Biden, President Biden, is lowering uh, the flags to half staff through Friday of this week, which. To me is actually now again that to your point it's a little different but these are it's half a million americans that's 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 noteworthy to me right versus you know rush limbaugh who may he rest in piss <laughs> I, I saw someone saw someone it's great 
I mean, I could re- again. I don't. I. I. I got nothing for you. I just think that you know uh, his. He's he's left his mark. Um, everybody knows who he is. Why are you keep making noise, <laughs> man? What is wrong with you? You know. And okay. So it's, and then on the other part to double down on on Florida because Florida, there is an anesthesiologist. You heard this story, right, Don? Yeah. There's an anesthesiologist. For those of you who don't live in Miami or familiar with with Florida stuff, which is just hilarious. Um, a 58-year-old, it's dubbed in a couple articles as 50-year-old Trump-loving anesthesiologist, I'm just going to say anesthesiologist, from Miami, um, was charged with a hate crime after verbally attacking a Hispanic man who asked her to socially distance inside a public grocery store in Hialeah, Florida, on Friday. A couple things to note if you're not from Florida. Hialeah is actually a place pretty predominantly populated by Hispanics. Really? You don't say <laughs> well, I say if you're not from Florida, yeah. man. I mean, what do you mean? I don't say. People don't know this. So to Also, the worst uh, road grid system ever. <laughs> That's so Streets th- become avenues. You're on 10th Street. All of a sudden, it's 6th Avenue. It, oh, I've, yeah, I have it, no it, idea. It's, it's horrific. Yeah, I've never... I, I don't really... It's not like the South Miami where everything is the grid and you can figure out, you know, the trick our friend Loesch taught us 20-something years ago. Oh, the yeah, avenues right. in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Well, All right, go on. My I'm bad. not. I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate you derailing the thought. <laughs> you know? Thank you for that. Um, so, again, this woman, who is an anesthesiologist, so one would assume with some level of education, calls out this dude in a, in a, in a public supermarket who is Hispanic in a generally predominantly Hispanic neighborhood in town, which is just comedic on so many levels. Keys dude's car, right? And, and called him out, and I'm, I think she said, I'm trying to find the quote right here because it is, uh, it, oh, she goes, uh, where is it right here? She goes, we sh- quote, unquote, we should have gotten rid of you when we could, according to the paper. She then allegedly said, this is not going to be Biden's America. This is my America, and we should have burned it all. The report goes on to say the defendant also proceeds to stab the victim's vehicle with her car keys. Now, I'm assuming that's just king. Stabbing the victim's <laughs> car is kind of ridiculous phrasing. But okay, while saying that he needs to go back to his country, she then punched him. I didn't know this. Wow. As he tried to call 911. Wow, is all I got to say. Mind you, this is an anesthesiologist. This is somebody, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're for your life, man. Trying, yeah. All right. Wow. So, uh, wow. is And again, just because Florida, I, 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 there's no need for me to call out her name. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty out there anyway. But call it out, huh? I mean, oh yeah, you do the, dumb things for the for the for the two people listening. Um, what is her? What, uh, is her name even here? I'm not even seeing it, honestly. And I don't. So want basically, to you didn't have. Her oh name. no, it's right here. <laughs> ah, publishing the word that uh, that Jennifer Susan Wright started mumbling bad words at the victim and so on and so forth. So that's her name, Jennifer Susan Wright. So if you're going in for surgery, I would recommend you not. <laughs> Yeah. If, if you are not Engaged Caucasian, don't ask Jennifer Susan Wright to be your anesthesiologist because that could work out to your detriment. I would also say, even if you are Caucasian, because I don't trust the uh, mental aptitude of this individual. I mean, she seems like a totally <laughs> sound, sound, level-headed individual. What is wrong with you? But yeah, so Florida. All right, Captain Amit, a.k.a. Jay. Wow, that, okay. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, he, uh, that was his nom de plume. It wasn't. Student, it never caught on. Uh, but it was. <laughs> he would introduce himself to ladies <laughs> as Jay. <laughs> Don't know if I ever did that. <laughs> yeah, you never did. did that, bro. Yes, you did. Uh, and we hey, know this is fact. Hey, we, I, we, we can get. Who was this? We. Can, we can get. There's no several callers. People. Ain't nobody dialing <laughs> in. I didn't hear any of this. Anyway, continue. Puff, uh, what do you got next, captain of the ship? 
<laughs> oh, just going on. So this just a mid talk today. All right, <laughs> I got it. So Dom's at the end done nothing. And right, let's talk about reparations. Wow. Okay, things got heavy. Go ahead. And no, 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 no. I'm not gonna lie to you. The, the reality is, I don't know much. Okay, so for those of you, obviously, uh, there's been talk about reparations, not just for 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 uh, for 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 black people and for slaves, for for slavery, but also for Native Americans as well. And I just don't know how. I understand the concept. I just don't know how it would work. Just yes. enlighten so, me. So, uh, it's it's been kind of in the out there in the past few weeks since Biden. Uh, became president was uh, it's something called HR 40, mm-hmm. which I heard about it. I did not realize it had been around for decades. So HR 40 is legislation simply seeking to establish a commission to study and develop reparation proposals. That's it. It's it's not legislation to get, it's just to study and deter. Like you you just said, how do you do it? What do you do? We don't know enough. That's all. It's been around for decades. Okay, trying to be passed and they. It's never been authorized, which to me is just mind-boggling. So it's never been authorized to do the study. It's been floating around unsuccessfully for decades. So originally published by former Representative John Coyers of Michigan, um, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas stated that Representative Coyers believed that a day would come in America when our nation would need to account for the brutal mistreatment of African Americans during, ready for this? Mm -hmm. Chattel slavery. Oh, this guy going to bring it back. You may recall in a previous episode, Amit subconsciously said the word cattle instead didn't of Didn't subconsciously. Chattel? Said it intentionally. No. I only knew it as no, one. No, no, no. You keep saying <laughs> subconscious. I didn't know the other word okay. existed. Anyway, wrong. <laughs> You're telling me what I know and don't know? Mistreatment of American, African-Americans during chattel slavery, Jim Crow segregation, and the enduring structural racism endemic to our society. She described H.R. 40 as not a symbolic act, but rather a path to restorative justice. Uh, there was an article probably about five years ago in The Atlantic by ta Coates, and he stated 250 years of slavery, 90 years of Jim Crow, 60 years of separate but equal, 35 years of racist housing policy. Until we reckon with our compounding moral debts, America will never be whole. Oh. So it's just a study. So then, okay, there's a study. How do we envision reparations? That, that's I got nothing. That's a, I think the first thing is simply acknowledging everything. Well, okay. That's what we don't do. You mentioned in a previous episode yeah, you have, the new you, commission, it, the 17... 1776. It's basically disavowing or, or the reality of what it is. We don't do that. But the reality is, if you don't, with anything, or with any conversation, discussion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, if you're not starting from the same core belief or core understanding of just a but starting believe, point. Like you said, facts. Yeah. Facts. What, you, what is your yes. thing? You, well, I said there's no alternate facts. There's no alternate facts. That just doesn't yes. make any sense, right? But the idea that you can come in and say, whatever, may, like, if you have, if, if, you, if you start off thinking one thing and I start thinking the other thing, we're never going to find that medium, right? Meaning there has to be some core groundwork, I believe, right? Not the same, we don't have to believe the same thing in the end all, but you have to both believe that, hey, the world is the world is a sphere and there's gravity, right? Let's start there before we can go, okay, how do we get to the moon, for example, right? But if we don't believe that and somebody believes there's a flat earth and somebody's something else, we're not even, you know, we're working from two completely different avenues. So I got to convince you of two things now and vice versa and we're never getting anywhere. Right. right. So when you're talking about reparations, many people just immediately don't think that 
forget that there shouldn't be reparations. Some people don't think that they personally did anything wrong, i.e. should not even be included in this conversation because that was not me. That was not, and some people go, it wasn't my grandfather. It was somebody else's grandfather. And if they got it, then how come I can't get it? And it opens this huge can of worms. And the reality is- Yeah, but we're not punishing- the, the, the but they feel people. that, the, okay, there's this weird thing in this country, right? People go, oh, my God, we've racked up X trillions of dollars in debt. And every, every election cycle, whoever, literally, whether it's Democrat or Republican, every election cycle, somebody goes, man, we're going to pass this debt along to your kids. Do you want to be the person responsible? Ain't nobody passing debt. Like, I'm, I'm, how much debt's coming out of your pocket right now? Like, it doesn't truly affect anybody directly. It right. does. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a direct impact. When people see this and they, they inflate this situation about, you know, all this money's coming out of your pocket, the government's going to take money from you, blah, 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 blah. So to fight against this, you go, oh, they're just adding to the debt now. We're all going to be paying for it and blah, blah, blah. And people don't want to dig into their pockets, plain and simple. Right across the board. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. Give, I'm. I look forward to getting my my refund check, and I hope I do get it back every year. Right. I'm not trying to. I'm not. You know, this altruistic person just giving away dollars. So I totally understand the concept of I'm not trying to give away money I don't have. And if in this situation people feel that it's not them, then why would they want to give money to the situation? That's why they fight against it. But it's ignorant because they have no problem giving money. Mm -hmm towards uh, a military budget, which is the largest in the world and unnecessary, okay. right? We have no problem giving money to other things, to wasteful spending in government, regardless of partisanship and which power, which party's in power. Marketing. So it's, 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 you come out, and so subconsciously, it's fighting back against certain things, right? Correct. We're fighting against, against um, reparations for the Negroes. No, we, we can't do that. But let's, let's, we have no problem funding the military and, and you know, bombing, Darker people around the world and killing people historically. Marketing. That's no problem. Marketing. It's no problem. Marketing. It, it, it's, it, but it's not just marketing. It is. It is a way of me telling you that, excuse me, it's a way of me selling you on the fact that what we're doing overseas is to our overall benefit. You know, whether it be. And I wouldn't say that's marketing. That's just. That is it. I'm selling it to you. That's marketing, yeah, bro. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's what it I, is. I if I get you to believe the situation, I, I that's correct. marketing. Fair enough. Right? So the whole idea is just that. If I get you to believe that this is done for our mutual benefit, we need the bigger plane, bigger, um, uh, bigger, whatchamacallit, aircraft carrier, bigger whatever, bigger, better, the, the more nukes, blah, 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 blah. And we need this for our safety. If we don't have it, we will get okay. overrun. And we can flip it into locally. We need it for the police. We need it correct. to the prison system. and, and Marketing. Because somebody goes, do you want that person on the street raping your daughter? Yeah. Right? And yeah. they bring it home that way. So, again, you can sell all these things. So the my wall? Yeah. Marketing. Right? Now, again, it didn't, that was a horrible marketing job. But, again, it worked for some people. But the point is just so, that. Okay, but market, but then it comes down to that people are just inherently. Selfish. Selfish. Like but said. also, <laughs> quite simply, bad. Because no, no, what no. we're talking about is, it's now 2021. We're talking, look, look at what. Tennessee Coates just said, 250 years of slavery, because this jackass, Herschel Walker, former NFL running back, came out and said recently, regards to HR 40, mm -hmm. he said, I think last week, mm -hmm. he's very against it because slavery ended over 130 years ago. Mm -hmm. The problem is, it's not just for slavery. Yes, it ended 130 years ago, but that's not that long ago, and it's not just slavery. It's 90 years of Jim Crow. Look into that. It's 60 years of separate equal. It's racist housing policy. Agreed. Literally racist housing policy. This is not conjecture. It's not hyperbole. These are all issues that have created the wealth gap. But you have to realize people don't, people 
generally want to hold on to what they have and the assumption that if I'm going to blanket give things away, and it's not a giving, it's a, they're assuming this is, again... No, but, but we're not even... That's the thing. It's not as if it's a blank check, mm-hmm. and some, or not a blank check, a certain figure. We're, we're not even, the point of the commission is to figure out what to do. Yeah. We can't even get to the commission to figure out to because I don't see it as being feasible as cutting a check. Mm-hmm. For example, me. Mm-hmm. Am I getting a check? I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. Also, my blackness doesn't origin, originate in America. I'm an American citizen. Mm-hmm. So where's that ambiguity? Right? My ancestors, black ancestors, were not American slaves. Mm-hmm. They belonged elsewhere to other colonial empires. So how does that work? Do I qualify? And then... Technically, my children are mixed, you know? Do they qualify? It, it gets weird. Do we get a... Pre- so I think... I, I don't see it as being feasible to actually cut checks to people. Mm-hmm. I see it more but as... But you want policy change and stuff is what you policy want. Policy absolutely. And even Cory Booker had an interesting thing when he was running for president. Came up with uh, baby bonds for all citizens being born. Oh, um, yeah, I did hear about that, yeah. Not... not right, And based more so on... Um, Income inequality overall. So mm-hmm. even poor white individuals would benefit from this as well, right? And they'd get additional income added or money added to these bonds over time until they're 18 years old. And that's how we help to bridge the racial gap because, I mean, I'm a loss for words, finally, for once. But it's just, it's mind-numbing how people don't see this. But it, I, the, the general aspect of all these things is people don't want to give up what they have. Right, that is but the they, genesis of but all. But what are they stuff. giving up? We haven't. There, there's nothing. So it should be. Let's figure out what's going on, and we're taking from there. The apprehension is just foolishness. True, but that's the way the way we operate as people, generally speaking, is that we have the the non darker pigmented individuals mm-hmm. who have a history in this country. Not like they just came over or something. Several generations. They were all given things. Mm-hmm. So to, to come back and say, you don't want to give something up. They were literally given things. Okay, but that goes into... GI and everything, which were not given to the same correct. folks. Correct. Which were I, not given to other people. But the reality... Okay, the reality... But the, the, the way people view it, and again, being very general with the statement, is I wasn't given that. My grandfather was. So why should I have to but bear many, the brunt of but that. But you being I, many of what you, a lot of what you have mm-hmm. comes from that. For example, if you benefited, if you lose no. the benefit because your parents could afford to send you Correct. to college or to live in a nice house, mm-hmm. how did they get that? That was from housing policies that allowed it. That was from generational wealth created through these things, through business loans, yeah. things of that nature, which, now of course, Many people didn't benefit from that, um, ultimately, from their parents and grandparents. They either squandered the opportunity or didn't get whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but a shit ton of people did. True. And none of the opposite, if you want to do yin and yang, black and white, no pun intended, mm-hmm. none of the opposite side did. No, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I, I'm, I'm aware of the history, and I'm aware of what's going on there. I'm also aware of the fact that people... People suck. No. <laughs> People want to hold on to what they got, plain and simple, right? And and that's why I've said it multiple times that people are inherently about and everything. That's why politics and everything always comes down to me, 
right? And it's always a situation where everybody's like, well, I don't want nationalized health care until somebody in their family is sick and goes, oh, hold up, I can't afford it, and I want nationalized health care. It all comes back to me. It's, it's a very selfish situation, and I'm not judging, but it just is what it is, right? So for you to say we should be more altruistic or we should be more blah, 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 all the good things that we should be as people, right? Like, I, know, I would hope that. I don't think we should. I think we should be understanding when people get screwed that there should be some kind of, and this is just not with reparations. If something happens to a random person's society, if something wrong happens, you should we write. should want to write Correct. it. That's it. I would hope we would all be more, including myself. Mm -hmm. I, I should be more altruistic. You know, I, I, it's true. We're all selfish to some extent. Agree. Um, I would just hope, and I think we should all be more demanding and wanting for, simply for justice. Which... Uh, the reality is that, and as much as we do want that, want a strong word, as much as we, as much as everybody in public will espouse the, 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 the lovely, you know, supportive views of being woke and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it's easy to do all these things when none of these things affect your bottom line. And if these things affect your bottom line, and by bottom line, I don't literally mean your pockets, which is also key, but also bottom line meaning if it affects your, um, if it affects your, if it affects the, the fact, your perceived view of losing something you have, or the perceived view of giving something to somebody else, right, when, when it could cost you, i.e., um, uh, the school situation, affirmative action, yeah. right? There was a general thought process that went through for a long period of time where it was like, well, that could have been my position in school, but it went to this black dude who was less qualified, which was a, which was a general presumption. Now, there is no direct correlation you don't know if you you may not have been qualified at all right but people go hey that would have been mine right and that immediately affirmative action is is uh, you know there's an immediate dislike for affirmative action because of that situation right so because it pulls back from you selfishly that's kind of the game it's like i don't want to give up what i have because i've worked so hard to come into the country people who got into the country um going forth and um doing all the quote-unquote right things who you got the lawyer, you got the job, you got everything like that, you got your, your, your visa, your green card, whatever it is, and you, and you moved up, right? You literally put in money, time, effort, et cetera. Somebody else crosses the border, and now they're getting, you know, grandfathered in pretty quickly based on a series of new policies, et cetera, and they're fine, right? And they're getting fast-tracked for, uh, not free, but for a significant reduction in cost, if that. So the person who put in a lot of work is like, hold up, man. I just did all this stuff. It wasn't easy for me, but you can just slide in, right? So it's like, well, we should let all those people in. So there, on one view, you have the people who did things the quote-unquote right way and cost them financially, time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're not that welcoming to like, yo, we'll let everybody in. And on the flip side, you have the people who don't want anybody in, by the way, who don't want no matter which one you fall into. So it's that. It's like we're not starting off on the even plane. Somebody put in a lot more effort or, or somebody put in effort in one side, somebody put in but that's sweat equity but, on the other side. But that's a different analogy. I'm with you there. But now with this reparations, it's not about, yeah, they're not an even plane, but it's not because one side put in more effort. True. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. It couldn't be more okay. different. It's because one side is lucky that the other side is not now doing what the first side did. Mm-hmm in terms of 401 years, or now 402 years of this, historically, of doing this, right? So there, there's the luck factor, because, I mean, it's been horrific. Yeah. So. No, I'm, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, the reparations talk is a conversation. I mean, I, I don't know where this goes, 
in terms of how, what you do, but it could be part of what we talked about with um, defunding police and reallocating reallocating funds, mm -hmm. right? Where things can go to help communities and people. It could be in terms of SBA loans. You look at, I think the SBA said something like 1% of their loans are to um, black individuals. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what percent of black individuals are applying. Maybe mm -hmm. they're still not that much low, but if it's anything else like in society, there's still a disproportionate rate of approval process. So maybe there's helping that. things. There's so many avenues that money and initiatives and fixing things can go towards as opposed to just cutting a check. Because well, I, I don't, I don't, how do you define blackness? How do you figure that yeah, out in America? That's I don't see it as being feasible. Well, I mean, even right now with, with the, with, 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 with in entertainment, for example, they're trying to hire more and more, um, diverse cultural individuals, right? The whole BIPOC movement, et cetera, which is great. Um, but there are people on the side who've been doing the job forever, but now, you know, you've got Jane or John Doe coming in now who fit under the BIPOC moniker, and it's like, all right, hold up. They're going to get the first look of the job, and I've been hustling my life forever. So there is a lot of, and then that builds resentment, right? And now it changes the whole dynamic where it's like, I see that directly affected me. Again, now I can react to it, and on a macro scale, I don't want this affecting, you know, my kids or whatever. Again, it comes back to mine and that whole situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how you play this game. Game's the wrong word. I don't know how this plays out because it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's rough. So here's where I think it first plays out. Let's create this commission. Even though, I, no, I'll give you that. Who knows? It could all be fluff. I mean, hell, but it's been decades of trying to just figure out what to do. We put together a commission to, to investigate the, 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 um, the, whatchamacallit, January 6th. Oh, the insurrection? Insurrection. Yeah. Do we need a commission? <laughs> we kind of know what happened. Bro, I got CNN. <laughs> I can tell you what's going on. Do we need to spend millions of dollars? How much of it's going to cost? What's going on? I got a yeah. pretty good idea. Not even, not pretty good. I know what happened. There is more than enough evidence on all the news media that's currently out there. But we've got a commission. We had a commission. We have a commission for everything. So might as well have a commission for this too. So I'm supportive of that fact. What, yeah, what, I don't know what, what, what comes, comes from, from it? it? Yeah, but might as well have the commission. At least start there, okay. to your point. Again, we have to acknowledge things. We have yeah. to stop this. And we have a post on Instagram that talks about it's United Daughters of the Confederacy, how at the turn of the 20th century, you know, the whitewashing of the Civil War started happening and t indoctrinating the, the kids, the youths, about the foolishness of the Civil War, except saying that it wasn't about slavery it was about their forefathers and their rights and their heritage and all this stuff, completely disavowing everything that happened. So we need to start from the bottom, just recognize. Now we're here. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, no choice, man. You can't uh, throw a lyric out there like that, <laughs> and I can't not take it. Recognizing everything that started with slavery and is still ongoing now, still. So, uh, and then this is actually running a little longer than we thought it would. So, uh, last couple of things in this past week, we had, uh, we had uh, our boy Teddy Cruz flee um, to Cancun, the place that he wanted to block the rest of us from going, from coming. We wanted to block Mexico coming in, but he went the other way to take a little vacation that he blamed on his daughters and then <laughs> blamed on his wife and then claimed to be a good father and then came back home after the fact and then proceeded the next day upon arrival one, to arrive in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a lovely Texas mask, which was comedic in so many ways. Then, Texas flag mask, that is. Then to go and start handing out water and to have a photo op doing that, which was, and then take pictures with cops and so on and so forth. 
and then to go to uh, uh, to, to 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 go to the Senate to 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 do his um his whatchamacallit, to do his duty, if you will, for interviewing um, Mayor Garland and everything like that and going through this, the Senate confirmation trials, which is just, I mean, this dude is just amazing in everything that he does. It's, it, he never ceases to amaze me. Um, and, then, and then on the flip side, you have Tim Boyd, who was a mayor who had to step down uh, for literally, in, and for the mayor of, of, of Colorado City, Texas, where he literally stated, no one owes you or your family anything, amongst a slew of other stuff. And he quotes again, I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing, quote unquote. So this fine gentleman <laughs> is unfortunately out of a job, and that sucks for him. So sorry. Um, but yeah, something on the up and up. And finally, the Supreme Court declines Trump's request to keep his tax records from being turned over to the New York State prosecutors. And so now his tax records will be turned over. This is after many, 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 many bouts with the Supreme Court where they've declined literally every request. And now finally it what New York prosecutors will get it. So we'll see what actually happens. Imagine, I was... <laughs> Just about to say that? I know, I was about to say, I can't believe you've gotten a whole episode without mentioning Trump. Oh, bro, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> this just came out this morning. This is news. This is not... This I was just going to say <laughs> that. Wow. All right. <laughs> You're familiar with this news story, yeah? Yes. Okay, all right. I mean, it cannot not be talked about. You know. I mean, no, I'm not really familiar. You didn't know that they just did this, this no, yesterday? I just kind of threw this out there. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the thing now. So now they have to hand over his uh, finances to uh, to 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 state of New York. So we'll see what happens there. Now again, I don't know. Dude's been Teflon forever, so I uh, he may continue to be Teflon, um, and he may have the most stellar, bestest tax returns of anybody with tax returns in the history of tax returns. So this may be completely nothing. We'll find out soon. Do you want right. to offer? Oh my God, <laughs> this is the worst episode for Dom ever, um, for Dominic. And, uh, but yeah, so on that note, this was definitely longer than we said it would be. So she said, uh, never said that to you. Nobody said that to you. Uh, but so yeah, this is it. Thank you again. We will come back at you with some more stuff in the future. The AIB show on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for writing with us. Check us out on YouTube. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this and, uh, be better justice over order always take it easy, everybody. Thank you.